Lewis danced with the devil for a long time, but on this day there was going to be a new fiddler. After the shooting, Jesse turned to Raymond and said, If he'd thrown those bags of lobster that he stole from us overboard, we never would have caught him. Ten bags of free lobster at a hundred pounds each was just too much for Lewis to throw away. Hell, that's what I'm out here for, he must have thought. I wonder what kind of future he might have had if he hadn't been so greedy that day. The poor kid, though, he thought they were just going fishing. The gun went off. And this time, Ray knew he'd hit the boat. He saw pieces fly off and hit the water. He opened the bolt, then inserted another eight-inch long shell. He had bought the cannon from a soldier of fortune in Miami, who said it would reach out and do the job. Ray knew the man was right, as he shoved the six-foot-long barrel out through the windshield of the boat. This time, he saw the man ahead actually knocked away from the wheel as the huge bullet hit him. Blood flew up in the air, seeming to just hang there. As Ray neared the spot, blood began raining down on him. He leaned out the side of the cabin. Blood was coming down so heavy he could no longer see the thief's boat he had been chasing. He leaned so far out the window that he fell from the bed and awoke with a start as he hit the floor. Shit, he thought as he struggled sleepily to his feet. I'm getting sick of that same damn dream. He flipped on the light and looked at the clock. 2 a.m. Damn, I'm tired. He struggled to get his right foot to fit into the left rubber boot. He looked down and slowly shook his head. No, damn, not again. An hour later, he was pulling into the darkness of the lobster trap lot on the North Key Largo Canal, where his boat was docked. Until a few days earlier, a thousand crawfish traps... Yankees call them lobsters, had been stacked there, awaiting a new season. The dream was staying on his mind this morning. Maybe it's some kind of omen. Raymond remained in the truck to allow his eyes to adjust to the darkness. He could almost taste the blackness of the trap lot, and couldn't see the boat sitting fifty feet away. He fumbled in the darkness of the cab for the thermos. A little in the cup. And little on my leg, he thought, as he felt the hot tea go over the edge of the cup. Raymond James was born with a clumsiness that got worse as he grew older. He had turned twenty-one only a few months earlier, and no longer felt self-conscious about being a klutz. He joked with his few friends. I don't think he ought to take up ballroom dancing. With his unruly, dirty blonde hair, enough eyebrows for three men, and a slightly shy smile. Few wouldn't guess him to be older than sixteen. Until they looked past his muscular build, stubby neck, and peculiar gait, which made him look like a wrestler approaching an opponent. They then found themselves looking into eyes with intensity that few men, and certainly no teenage boy, possesses. Ten minutes later, those eyes were ready to carry him through the maze of broken lobster traps, oil drums, piles of wood lath, and pieces of worm-eaten traps scattered everywhere. He repeated to himself, Be careful, and do not stumble over anything and wake up the whole neighborhood. This was the result of many weeks of hard, hot, brutal work. 
16 hours a day, seven days a week, to get a thousand traps patched and ready for the 1967 lobster season. Old-timers and trappers in the Florida Keys called them crawfish. Those alive still do. He reached up and removed the dome light bulb and hoped no one would notice him out and about in the early morning darkness. He picked up the two boxes of bullets and got a good grip on the old World War II M1 rifle. He didn't close the door, because he knew one trip wouldn't do it this morning. The rifle usually stayed on the boat, but he had taken it home to give it a good cleaning. Ray's buddy, Jesse Finn, had taken his home also. Only two days until the season opened, and they could begin pulling their traps. After checking a few here and there, the men knew they would have a good start this year. Many traps were full. The tourists, cruising around in their boats, knew it too. A lot of freezers would have free lobster tails in them when this week was over.